All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Brian got his slut on when we were at Secrets very recently, and I'm so excited to hear some of the details of it. First, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. If you guys are looking for a way to start connecting with great people in the lifestyle, Cassidy is the way to go for many reasons. One of the reasons I love is because you can actually get verified on there so you know you're talking to real people. You're not wasting your time with a bunch of fakes or catfish or bots. You're talking to real lifestylers who want to connect connect with you. And right now you can try Cassidy free for an entire month. All you have to do is go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's frontporchswingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner, try it free for an entire month. We hope to see you there because hey, we use it too. So I sound like fucking shit as you guys can hear. That's what happens when you go to a drag show uh, Saturday morning for brunch. It's it's actually the culmination of so many things. It's secrets. It's weather change. It's travel. It's, you know, getting a little bit of a cold coming back from traveling. And then it's shouting my fucking brains out at drag brunch with my friends yesterday. But I'm going to say totally worth it. I'm sorry that I sound like shit, but it was fucking worth it. Well, it's a new spot that's opened up. We are not giving the name of it away. I am not doing that anymore. We're gatekeeping keeping that shit. Yeah, I am not, I'm not giving it up anymore. People are just, we can't even get into our favorite spots anymore. I know. It's gotten fucking ridiculous. Now, F1 is over here. Oh, thank God. So I'm curious, we should probably maybe, you know, take a ride over to the strip, just walk around, see if we can even move around. I'm just curious to see what it looks like Are now. you insane? Well, we just passed the airport on the way to the studio. There isn't a single fucking airplane on the tarmac. That's true. It is quiet So here. weird. Yeah. It's also right after a holiday, which is like the best time to be in Vegas. Yes, because nobody comes here for Thanksgiving. Yeah, exactly. Who the fuck coming here for turkey yeah, day nobody's doing that yeah so yeah the airport is oddly quiet yeah and i'm curious just to see what it looks like because now they should be taking all that shit down god i hope so yeah. you couldn't even see the fountains you couldn't see anything well, it, no nothing it was terrible everything that made vegas vegas was like completely camouflaged yep. by stupid fucking chain link fences <laughs> and grandstands i know it, was, it looked like a fucking demilitarized zone with <laughs> fucking know. race cars going down the road so all anyway. for like three 10 minute races it's so, so stupid yeah it's dumb so that's over so hopefully we'll get the city back on some level uh <laughs> but yeah i want to just kind of check it out and see what's what but you went to brunch yesterday drag brunch sent me some pictures i'm super jealous god okay so i'm just gonna say we went to an austin drag show recently it was a blast vegas drag fucking hits different man it's very different it is a party i mean there's booths all over this place and the dancers are crawling up on the booths they have these uh topless men men that are just in like uh jeans and they don't have shirts on and they're fucking hot and they're like crawling all over coming up and like grinding on all the women i mean it was just a fucking party yeah anyone who has not done vegas drag uh well first of all brunch is in vegas is drag brunch or there's no point in doing brunch (laughs) 
So we, that's not true. I went to a really really fun brunch where they had like uh, they had like water guns that they filled with champagne and yeah, shit like yeah, that. Yeah. But, they had champagne bongs. But how, but imagine how much better had there been a drag queen in the building. Oh, of course, so, drag queens make everything better. Yeah, so brunch is no exception. Uh, See, but, maybe you just need to everything that's shitty that you have to do. Just bring a drag queen with you. Like you have to go to the dentist. Bring the lady that came to Podbash. For sure. The drag she, queen. <laughs> she'd make every fucking event that much better. She was so much fun. You have to go to the grocery store, do it with a drag sure. queen. Yep. Uh, yep. You got to shop during like Super Bowl. Got to take a drag queen. Yeah. It's fucking miserable. So yeah, I don't, I just, I don't know. I think that when you come to Vegas, if you don't do a very cool drag brunch, you you have just missed out. You haven't done it properly. Yeah, there are certain things that you have to do in Vegas, and for me, yeah. that's one of them. And we are not giving up this location. The only <laughs> way you're going to find out about this location is if you're a friend, then you come here to visit us. Yeah. It's the only way. And we're you buy me mimosa you. when we go. <laughs> yeah, we're blindfolding you on the way there and on the way back. So <laughs> there's no way you're going to be able to find your way there again. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things where I'm just getting tired of not being able to go to our favorite spots. I know. You know fucking social media, man. Just TikTok's the fucking death of like our favorite places. It really is. It, it's and listen, let's be honest. Some of the places that we frequent, they're not the best places in town. No. They're some of our favorite places because of the people. But people still seem to be gravitating toward them because someone's putting a fucking video up. Well, because they're fun. That's they the thing. Are fun. When you come to Vegas, nobody really gives a fuck how great the food is or no. how great the drinks are. No. They just want to have fun. Exactly. And when you have a a very cool staff like the, where the, like where we go for a lot of the, the reasons we go to these places are because of the staff and then you throw some alcohol and fucking half-assed food in the mix, it's just a good time. You know, and that's what people are finding out. They're stumbling on these places and they're like, "Oh, you got to go here and you got to go there and you got to see this place in the arts district like no every time i see one of those i'm like fuck are you <laughs> shut your fucking mouth How man did you find out about this <laughs> yeah it's fucking insane so we're gonna we're just keeping it to ourselves we're not talking about it not well doing it. i think we should talk about secrets because it was fucking fun we should uh we just did the bonus episode because we had so much we wanted to kind of get out about what happened this past weekend it was so much fucking fun because we we never get to do that no it was i described it on the bonus episode as cathartic because mm. you and i are usually so high stress when we're at secrets right because we're usually hosting pod bash there yeah. or hosting something, something else and so it's like constant work mode so to be able to go there and actually get to experience it for the magic that it is when you're just going to have fun it was fucking amazing and we went with literally some of my favorite people on the planet earth yeah it's unfortunate some of our favorite people were missing from that group but it was a, an amazing group of people uh, I think the way I described it was it was a, a small version of the people most important to us. Yeah. And that's exactly what it was, which made it that much more enjoyable and relaxing. And I just, I started losing track of days because it just didn't matter what fucking day it was. Yeah. Who the fuck cares? It was pool, hot tub, bar, just relaxing. Sex. Naked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was no, you know, I, listen, here's how little I took with me. I brought the <laughs> pair of jeans I wore on the plane, the, the shirt I wore on the plane, and then in my suitcase slash backpack, because I didn't really have a suitcase, I had half of a tra- of a carry-on in my backpack. <laughs> I had a bunch of T-shirts. I had a pair of shorts. I had one pair of shoes. I mean, I, I brought nothing. Yeah. I, had, I did not intend to wear anything. I didn't intend to leave the property. 
Well, we really didn't leave the property. Not until Sunday. We went in and had some dinner, light dinner, with some of our friends who were leaving at that point. But that was it. We didn't go anywhere. I know. You were naked almost the entire weekend. Towel. And I was so fucking proud of you because you totally got out of your own way. The last episode we talked about, I was like, do you think you're going to be naughty? And you're like, well, I'd like to be naughty. And I was like, we'll fucking see. Because I know you and you get in your own head so yeah. fucking bad sometimes. And I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. I was so impressed you got there you got naked it was like a different person well also testament to the gals that i had the opportunity to play with and and, you know they're amazing they did a lot of the work for me i did not have to initiate a fucking thing because if i did it probably wouldn't happen but i don't think they would have initiated had you been high stress brian like you sometimes are like if you had been super type A the whole weekend and stress filled, they would not have felt comfortable coming up and asking you to fuck. Well, no, there was, but we had very little responsibility other than a meeting that we had, I had, that was all there was to it. Yeah. But sometimes you still, even when we're not in work mode, you're in work mode. So for you to actually be in vacation mode, I was impressed. Well, that's because we were surrounded by friends. Yeah. You know, there were people that we know very well. We've spent a lot of time with and on some level it was it was just hanging out. It was just like a night out, although it was maybe four nights, yeah. you know, or whatever. It was just a night out where we didn't It was one have, long night out. Yeah, where we yeah. had no fucking real obligations whatsoever other than to have a good time, you know? There wasn't like we had, a, had to punch a clock. We weren't on a schedule. We weren't going anywhere. As a matter of fact, we had... We had zero plan of it, no plans of any kind. We didn't know where we were eating, what we were eating, when we were eating, what time we like. None of that shit even mattered. Like we're all at the pool, and it's like, oh, what time is it? Oh, uh, I guess probably we should eat something or whatever, you know. And yeah, but that's how secrets is. You just it's like Vegas. You just completely for lose most track of people, time. not for me. Well, for not for me, that's not normally that way. Right. So that was the difference. But I think the the environment and and the the company we were in just kind of lent itself to me just being more comfortable, you know? Well, I kind of regressed a little bit at Secrets. You did. And we talked about that in depth on the bonus episode. But I mean, I think it's important to be honest about this shit. I talked last week about how, you know, we went to Austin and I got to play with this super hot guy and I look over at myself in the mirror and I'm like, oh, you fucking fatty Brenna. Like, why the fuck does this hot dude want to even fuck you? And then we go to Secrets and it's like perpetuated. It's like a snowball effect. And I just found myself being so in my head and feeling so just icky about my own body. And, you know, you asked me, why is that? I don't fucking know. Well, I I asked for my own benefit because I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know why I do that to myself either, but we all do it. Yeah. You know, we all have, again, varying reasons and triggers for why that happens. For me, obviously I'm older. I'm going to be 50 fucking four in a couple of months. And that's starting to fuck with me because I'm never going to be 34 or 24 again. And it's starting to kick my ass a little bit. I like your hot 54-year-old bod, man. I think you're hotter now than when you and I met. I don't feel that way at all. Well, that's how I I feel. Because I feel it. Sure. Sure, you feel older because your body feels older, but you don't look older. Oh, I fucking feel it, though. (laughs) Oh, do I feel it. And I I know there are certain things I can no longer do. I um, I can't exercise the way I used to. And all those things have to be adjusted. And because of that, it affects me mentally. Yeah. You know, like I am... 
not quite the you know the the person I was because I'm older now, and those things you know they play with my head. So I gotta I gotta figure that out, right? But you're you're 34 or about to be 34. I was gonna say, don't you, you fucking know. sell me short? I got a few months left you at got, 33. You got a couple of months at 33. Let's not don't, kid yourself. Yeah, don't push it. Okay, yeah, I'm still not, 33. Don't kid yourself. You're we had this conversation. Closer to 34 than you are to 33. Let's put it that way. Oh my god, you're an asshole. Just saying. <laughs> I'm closer to 54. I get it. You got to own it. I got well, no fucking choice. What am I going to do? Yesterday, Told you, we were, Father Time is undefeated. That motherfucker is undefeated. We were talking yesterday about how I'm officially going to be in my mid-30s. And you're yes. like, that means I'm going to be in my mid-50s. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah, I don't need to talk about that. That's not necessary. Sorry. I don't know why we have to bring that shit up. <laughs> the literally old shit. I don't know why we're talking about it. So, yeah, that's the kind of thing that, you know, listen, I get it. I, I mean, I don't get it, but I get it. Why you got in your own head. Um, I don't understand it for the reasons that why you're, you know, you're feeling that way. I understand it for me. Uh, yeah, but, but I'm never going to understand it from your perspective no, either. No, well, you will. Well. You know, in 20 years. Okay, but sure. It'll, you know, I will never understand why you feel the way you do because I will never be 34 again. So I can't do that. But I don't, I don't know. I have no idea what, what brings that on or why we get that way at certain times rather than others. Because there are times where, probably much like yourself, I can walk into a room and feel absolutely uber confident. Yeah. And I, and I do that a lot. I, I've, once I walk into a room, especially if I'm, you know, it's a fear thing. Fear is a very powerful driver. And if there's fear, I instantly elevate to predator. Like I am, I am going to use the fear and, and use it as fuel in a lot of different arenas. Right. So I understand how that works for me. I don't necessarily know what does or doesn't work for you, but there are times where it's like I'm far more confident in things, in my ability or in my surroundings than I am in others. It's it's kind of strange. You know, like when we were in uh, Austin, I, you know, I spent a lot of time in Austin. I lived there a long time. I fucking, man, I ran that city for a period of time. I had a fucking blast there. Everybody knew me you know, for better or worse. And so <laughs> probably mostly worse if we're probably, being honest, <laughs> probably. And, uh, man, when we got there, I just felt like I was at home. I yeah. felt right at home. So it's, it's a, it's weird. I don't know what, what makes that kind of emotion kick in. See, for me, it's not environment based. It is 1000% cyclical. It's all about what's going on with my hormones, with my mental state. There are times where I feel uber confident and I've been at my biggest, you know, it's not even a weight thing for me. It's not like, oh, I, I, I'm bigger now. So I feel less confident in myself. It's so up and down and cyclical and there's no rhyme or reason to it whatsoever. And that's very frustrating because it feels like I have no control over it. It well, feels yeah. like all of it is just completely like up to the universe. Well, yeah, but especially, you know, especially when you consider leading up to us going to secrets, you had... You went out a couple of different times with a single guy friend of ours. You went to clubs. You played. You had a great time. I uh, got a lot of attention at those clubs. Yeah, you're always in, in high demand at our events and at the events that we attend and the clubs and those kinds of things. So, yeah, it's hard to put a you know pin in it. I mean, how do you, you know. You can't. No, I, there's no fucking way. Yeah. There's no way. For me, too, I don't know. Some days I feel... Great. And others, I'm like, fuck, you pile of shit. Yeah. You know, what is wrong with you? So it's, yeah. You fatty, fatty, no uh, friends. Oh, you, yeah. It's like, I don't even, I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it, it almost gets, it's, it would be laughable if it wasn't so fucking pathetic. But 
It's like, what, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're the same idiot you were yesterday. You were fine. Yeah. How did we get to this? What happened in the last 24 it's hours? It's all in your head, man. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Your brain you know? is a powerful thing for better or worse. Yeah, it really is. And, for, and yeah, for me, it's, I think it comes, it's getting closer to that fucking next birthday, man. It's wearing me the fuck out. Yeah. It is going to be, it's going to be weird. I may not be leaving the house. <laughs> Whatever. You better not become a recluse. Might, ju- might just not leave the house. I'm going to drag day. your ass out there. Drag your old ass out. You're going to have to. <laughs> yeah. Wheeling me out. You'll get the walk. Whatever. Oh it's my coming. God. I'm telling you, it's You're coming. You're so dramatic. I can feel it. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, I will say this. This past weekend, having the ability to have uh, played with Two spectacular women did not hurt my ego whatsoever. Both of whom um, are much younger than you, by the way. Thanks for pointing that out. One of them's my um, age. One of them's like right in between you and my age. Oh, I didn't realize she was closer. To, I, didn't, I didn't realize she was that young. Yeah. I had. I really didn't. I mean, she looks like she is, but I didn't give that even a yeah, thought. Yeah, I think we're like the exact same age. I never even gave that a thought. Well, yeah. anyway, that certainly doesn't hurt my ego. <laughs> um, but what a fucking amazing uh, time I had and it really while I'm still in my head about this age thing it did open my eyes to the idea that w- stepping outside of my comfort zone not a terrible thing because it was fucking in- it was some intense exciting fun and I, I, w- I didn't expect it well and both bo- gals both women approached you for play right yes so I mean that never fucking hurts the ego when you have hot women no. asking to fuck you no 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 that yeah. that, that does not do uh, any harm to the ego whatsoever <laughs> but uh, you'll I will admit in the wrong headspace it wouldn't have mattered if I was not relaxed and comfortable and and with the people that we were with, I don't think it, it could easily have been the reverse. Well, that's exactly what happened with me at Secret. So I did get to play with a very smoking hot dude. And I was actually yeah. the one that made it happen. The partner so I, of the, the gal I was with. Right. So I had this moment of confidence. But then there was this couple that I played with three times prior to this. I love playing with them. But it's almost like I love playing with them too much because I care deeply about them too. And so I just got so fucking in my head about like... You know, I'm bigger than the last time we were together and it's been a while. And are they only asking me to play because we played in the past yeah, and obligations. all of these fucking just neurotic, negative voices talking in my head prevented me from just fucking going for it. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, a you know, look, there's a, there's, I, I said this on the, the bonus episode, this space is far more mental than it is physical. People put oh, way yeah. too much efficacy in the physical uh, of this. And that's, it's hardly, I'm going to say it's 80, 20. I think it's 80% mental. mental. I would agree with that. I think it's 80% mental, 75, 25, give or take. Well, yeah, because even a lot of the physical issues that people have are mental. It's mental. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a hundred percent. You're in your head. You know, is this really the right move? Is this person really interested in me? Am I going to- They're saying they're interested, but are they only saying that out of obligation? Am I going to be a disappointment to this person or these people? If I take my clothes off, they're going to be like, oh, this isn't how I remembered it last time. Or or they they seem interested in me, but we haven't, clothes haven't come off yet. It's a it, absolutely 80% mental. I would say 80-20. And I don't think people give that enough credit. No, I agree. I 100% agree. I think if you asked most lifestylers, most lifestylers maybe who are not incredibly experienced might say, oh no, it's mostly physical. This is all about the physical. It's just about the sex. Okay. Well, you got to get there first. You know, there's steps. Yeah. Right. And I think most of that is a is a mental, emotional kind of thing. And It'll fuck with you, man. Yeah. If you let it, get, if you let it, it will get out of hand. It certainly has for me. I've I've missed out on countless opportunities. We know that. But I was 
determined not to let that happen on this trip. And sure enough, it didn't. In fact, I found myself wondering, could I have had more fun? Probably. But I was pretty fucking impressed with myself because I rarely does that... Is that something that even enters my mind? I think you had several other parties interested in being with you. Yeah, but. and uh, some folks have reached out and, and made that clear, but I was pretty impressed with getting, I got out of my own way, that it, it, which is rare for me. I'm I am, so proud of you. I am my own worst fucking critic, my own worst fucking obstacle. No one needs to fuck with me. I can do it myself. <laughs> you don't have to fuck up my good time. No. I can handle it myself. But yeah, I, I definitely uh, I, I got out of my comfort zone for sure. I thought it was great. And fortunately, like I said, these women were far more intelligent than I and made it happen. <laughs> well, most women are more intelligent than men. That, so. There's no question, <laughs> Just especially when it comes out. to me. So, But it was a really a nice, nice change. Okay, so I want to throw out a single guy tip of the week this week that I've been thinking about a lot lately because one of the things we always talk about is being charismatic. If you have a good personality, lead with that when you go into like a hot wife event or any lifestyle scenario where you're around people that you might want to fuck, right? That seems obvious, but there's a downside to that. And I just had a conversation with a guy about this because he asked, he has come to a few of our events now. And he's like, I feel like I do a really good job of talking to people and making women laugh, but I have a hard time transitioning from that to play. And I think the reason for that is because it's really easy for guys who are, especially if they have a really silly personality, they're kind of the jokesters, the, you know, class clowns of the event, if you will, they, they lead with that and they never veer from that. And as a result, they get friend zoned, right? Quickly. Because it's like, yeah, everyone wants to laugh and everyone likes a charming man. But if you can't get past just that one element of who you are. I'm not going to take you seriously. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it's, it's almost like that has to be the lead in, but that can't be the only thing that you have in your arsenal. No, that should be the your step in the door. That's the icebreaker. Right. But you have to have more. You have to. There has to be more there. That, that more has substitute. to be the tip of the iceberg, and then there has to be something underneath the surface that you're showing. Well, you have to be able to make that transition from class clown to potential sexual partner. Right. Right. And that's you know for some people, for some women, for some guys, it's not that big a leap. Right. You know, if you can make somebody laugh a lot of times, that's a great way to get into somebody's pants. Sure. That'll work sometimes. Sometimes. Not going to work all the time because when it comes to getting into my good graces, yeah, let's have let's have a laugh. You, you, I say it all the time. I want to be comfortable. I want to be able to have a conversation with you. We want to joke around. It's got to be fun, certainly. Sure. Sex does not Keep need to be light. serious. Absolutely. However, going from, again, class clown to being able to be a little bit more seductive, you know, sensual, you know, that takes a little bit of skill. You've got to be able to hone that. You So here's my whole thing. I love a man that can make me laugh, but that does not turn me on. No. That does not get me in the mindset of, I want to suck your cock. To me, like you said, that's the icebreaker. That's yeah. the thing you lead with, but then you have to have substance behind it. So here's a really good example of that. Lead with a joke, make me laugh, and then ask me a question about myself. Yeah. Have something that you can say to me that isn't silly and jokey, and you know, show me that you can be serious. Show me that you can be both. I feel like that element of a man being able to show that he's multifaceted, that's what's going to get in a woman's pants nine times out of 10. Well, it's a, it's a, there are, you, you want to be able to present levels. Yes. Right. Layers. 
Yes, I am funny, but I'm also charismatic. I can hold a conversation on a multitude of subjects. I'm also pretty intensely sexual, and, and I want to be able to exp- you know express that to you as well. But you have to be able to do it in a very in a not clumsy way, right? Right. We see that a lot too. Guys will very literally get themselves in the door with some goofy joke or comment. And then they freeze. Well, and the, the guy that I was talking to, he made the point. He's like, well, you know, I went to this event and I made this woman laugh and she agreed to have sex with me. So we go and I just keep throwing out jokes yeah, while stop. we're trying to fuck because that's what got me in the door with yeah. her. So I just thought that that's what she wanted the whole time. It's like, no, women don't want, like, while we're taking our clothes off, we don't want you to continue to crack jokes the entire time. No, it's, well, I, I get it for a lot of people that's a defense mechanism because that's what brought, that's what got them to the dance, right? I made a joke, I made her laugh, so now she's interested. So, you know, that simple fucking male mind is like, well, I, I gotta make this, I gotta keep this on because right. clearly it worked. No, 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 you don't understand. She took that as, okay, the guy's got a sense of humor. Maybe he's somewhat self-deprecating. He can laugh at himself. We can have a joke. That's what got him in the door. Now, let's getting in the door is one thing. Staying in the room is a whole other conversation. Exactly. And you've got to be able to make that pivot, that transition, without stumbling over yourself. It's one thing to be funny enough to get someone's attention. They do not want you to put on the floppy feet and the rubber nose as soon as you get into, into bed. That's a fucking mistake. You're not Bozo the fucking clown. Take it easy. <laughs> I also think that there are certain things that you should joke about and certain things that are probably just not worth joking about. Yes. Here's another example because he I provided him with this feedback. He's constantly joking about the size of his cock. Constantly. Yeah. Listen. I understand self-deprecating humor. Ha ha. It's funny once. But if that is all you're talking about the entire night, the last thing I want to do is have you pull your cock out. Well, what you're doing is people don't realize, guys don't realize, they're planting seeds, right? That's what you're doing. And if if you have gotten... (laughs) Small cock seeds? (laughs) Well, it doesn't matter what it is. If you've gotten yourself to a situation where your foot is in the door and you're in a good spot and and you you can really pull this off... The last thing you want to do is dig a deeper fucking hole for yourself. Right. Right. You made the joke and she's still interested. Shut the fuck up. Right. Shut up. Stop while you're ahead. Now it's time to make that transition. Don't spend the entire night talking about your small cock. No. And he's like, well, I don't actually have a small cock. It's a joke. Okay. So, But it's not funny after the first time. Right. So so you're ironical. Who nobody gives a shit. (laughs) No one cares, right? You made the fucking joke. You got Being ironic is not going to get me yeah. wet. It got to yeah. laugh. You're in the door. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. You know, now make a move, but you know, don't make fool of yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it's pointless, right? Yep. It, it, you've done enough. You, you don't need to go down that road and, and beat that horse. It doesn't make any fucking sense. However, guys do tend to go, I tell you this all the time, they revert to what they know. They revert to what's comfortable. And the minute they are met with whatever they deem to be a, the slightest bit of resistance, they go right back to their comfort zone. Right. And they're going to start telling these stupid fucking jokes again. Yeah. To their detriment. Yep. Right? Just stop it. Just so stop. tell a joke, lead with your personality, show that you have a personality, but then yeah. show that there's more to it than just cheap one-liners. <laughs> yeah. You're here for more than comic relief. You're yeah. Gonna, you're going to have to provide more. It's important. I, I, I'm a, I firmly believe that a sense of humor is important. Somebody who's taking themselves entirely too too seriously in an environment like that is going to turn people away. Yeah. Because, listen, people are nervous already. 
right? So if you can make someone comfortable by making them laugh, that's the best way to make someone yeah, comfortable. Yeah, so break the ice, make yeah. them laugh, and then move on to something more substantial. Yeah. Because that's how you're going to get someone to think of you in an erotic way. For sure. It, yeah. No one finds Bozo the Clown. Now, some people probably do. It's a rarity. Bozo the Clown? It's people a People are turned on by that um, shit? Yeah, listen, there's a kink for everything. You know, put on the rubber nose and the floppy feet. <laughs> you know, how many women love the idea of Santa Claus? I, it's a, I think it's Santa a whole, Claus? It's like a whole fucking stream of porn. Yeah, it's weird. Wait, women want to fuck Santa Claus? Yes, that's a real thing. Why? I, you're asking the wrong guy. That I sounds like know. daddy issues to me. I'm just throwing it's that way out more there. than that. It's way <laughs> past that. You know, that's I. You know, I didn't. I'm get not to trying on, to yuck anyone's yum, but yeah. that's a little odd. I didn't get to sit on Santa's lap when I was a kid, or whatever the fuck. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just telling you, there's a kink for everybody, and I get it. My point is, if laughter got you in the door, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to keep you in the room. You've got to have layers. You've got to be multifaceted. It's a great one to have. You have to have it. Because at some point, someone's going to need to fucking laugh. Well, and show vulnerability, too. I think a lot of times, especially sure. if you're a naturally funny person, you like you said, you use that as a defense mechanism because you don't want people to see what's behind that. Oh, yeah, for sure. But you have to be willing to show what's behind that if you want to be consistently successful in this lifestyle. No doubt. Vulnerability is really fucking important. Among other things, yeah, absolutely. I think the, the important thing here to remember for the guys is you have to be multifaceted. You have to have layers. Yes, one thing might have worked to get you in the door, but it's going to take more than that to keep you there. Th yeah. That's the difference. So so be prepared to have some, some variety. You know, be diverse. Well, I'm excited to hear about how you got your foot in the door at Secret. I'm still not entirely sure how I got my foot in the door, but it stayed there. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about it. We're going to try to figure it out together then. Okay. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Shameless Care. We love Shameless Care for many reasons. One of the reasons for me personally is just because of how easy it is. Absolutely. We have so many friends that have used the service and just talk about its ease of use. For example, a lot of our penis having friends that maybe struggle with keeping hard or staying hard, especially in very high stress environments like you often experience in the lifestyle, they absolutely love Shameless Care's ED medication because all you have to do, you don't have to go to a doctor. Doctor. Nope. You don't have to go to the pharmacist. You don't have to fill out endless paperwork, any of that. All you have to do is go to their website, fill out a quick intake form, and if accepted, they're going to ship ED medication directly to your door in discreet packaging. That is it. It's also more affordable than ever before because right now, listeners of our show can get their first month for $30 off. It's a big deal. It absolutely is. So all you have to do is go to shamelesscare.com and use code FPS at checkout for $30 off your first month of ED medication or any of their other services. Again, that's shamelesscare.com. Use code FPS for $30 off your first month. I cannot tell you, especially after being at Secrets this past weekend, how excited we are for Pod Bash 2024. Going back to Secrets September 19th through the 23rd. It is official. We've gotten all the details worked out. That's why we went to Secrets for the most part. I'm already pumped for it. We have already over 40 rooms booked. We opened it up to our group, our Telegram group, our friends first, and now we're bringing it to everybody. I cannot, I cannot tell you how excited I am. I can't wait to get back there and have this fucking party. Yeah, so let me tell you guys a little bit about what Podbash is. Podbash, we call it just a fucking party. We're not doing is. seminars. We're not doing a bunch of educational stuff. This is just a chance for a bunch of cool lifestylers to get together, connect, and make lifelong friendships, which is literally what happens. These people come year after year, and they just form these close bonds with each other. I call it kind of like a lifestyle family reunion. Yeah. But even if you've never come before, this is the most inclusive 
exclusive group you're ever going to find out there. Yeah, we just had four days uh, at Secrets with 16 or 18 folks that we have become lifelong friends with through Podbash over the years. I, I can't even begin to tell people how amazing the group is and how in, how different the party is. Words don't do it justice. In fact, I was talking to a couple at the bar at Secrets and had to bring them over and let the group explain it because I just wasn't doing it justice. Yeah, it's know? really wonderful. And if you guys want to join us again, September 19th through the 23rd in Kissimmee, Florida at Secrets Hideaway, all you have to do is go to secretsfl.com and use code PODBASH when you book your room. That's the only way you're going to get all of the goodies and extras throughout the weekend. So make sure you use that PODBASH promo code. But again, that's secretsfl.com. Use code PODBASH at checkout for all of the extras and join us for PODBASH 2024. So I'm really excited for this retelling for a few different reasons. First of all, you are going to be talking about an experience with one of my closest friends. Yes. And I mean, I'm very close friends with a lot of the people that you fuck. <laughs> Jade, Natasha. Like the gals you went out with, or the, one of the gals you went out with for brunch yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Well, Jade was one Jade, of them. Yeah. So, I mean, I've become very close with them, but this is literally, I, I call her my bestie. She's, she's one of my best friends in the entire world. And I knew how excited she was at the prospect of you guys connecting because you had had one experience at Secrets at Podbash 2022. Yes. So a year and a half ago, basically almost, yeah, yeah. but it was not a full swap experience, if nope. you will. No, they had not. She and her partner had not been, had not quite gotten to the full swap arena yet. And right. it was a very, very much a soft swap. Fun and amazing nonetheless. That was the 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 limit of our intimacy. That was right. as far as it got. But I know that she wanted to. Like she had told me For many sure. times yeah, that we, she was very did, yeah. eager to have that experience with you and to connect with you again and all of those things. And it was really funny because she and I were chatting even before, like leading up to secrets, talking about you and she connecting and you know, she asked for some advice, she's like, Brian's kind of a tough nut to crack. Like, how do I find a time that makes the most sense? Right. And I was like, you know, Brian's all about the mental game. If he is stressed, if he is going in a million different directions, it's not going to happen. And it's not anything personal. He would love to play with you. I know he would. It's just, it's a very mental game for him. So you need yeah. to find him at a time when he's relaxed and, you know, in the right headspace to be able to potentially go fuck your brains out. Yeah, I am not the easiest uh, book to read. No question about it. I don't I don't pretend to be, obviously. <laughs> uh, I'm the fucking worst. I can be, and my mood can change instantly. Oh, instantly. By the minute. Instantly. Yeah. So if I am, if I do appear to not necessarily be in the right headspace, I'm like, the weather, give me a second. <laughs> that could easily change. Yeah. It just depends on the environment, right? And fortunately, this past weekend at Secrets was the ideal environment because we were surrounded by friends. We had very little responsibility. I didn't even bring clothing. I mean, I basically wore a towel all weekend. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I had a, I mean, other than to, to to go to that meeting, I had to find clothes to put on to go to that fucking meeting. Yeah. I didn't even know what I was going to wear. <laughs> so I really didn't give it a thought. And it was, uh, my whole intention for the weekend was, I am just going to relax. I don't give a fuck about any of this other shit. So whatever happens, happens. And that was pretty much what I did. Yeah. It was just comfortable for me. So we've she, given her a name, by the way. We have. Yeah, her name's Brooke. Oh, Brooke. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. we, that's the name that you gave her the first time you played with her. That's how long it's been. I didn't remember. Okay, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. I totally forgot. Yeah. Well, Brooke and I, uh, we communicate all the time. Yeah. Right. We, we are constantly texting, and and you know, with her and her partner, they're some of our closest friends, as you said. So this wasn't a situation where. I was going to be uncomfortable. It was going to be weird. It really was, like you said, finding the right time, right? right? Also, 
regardless of how close I am with somebody and I'm just, I'm as close to them as we are with anyone. I would never just walk up to her and go, Hey, why don't we go play? Like I would never do that. Why? It's just not my thing. You know, but you know, she wants to fuck you, but I would never do that. (laughs) I don't ever want to be like, okay. So we, there was a group of us. Well, but okay. So there's a difference between that and walking up to someone and being like, Hey, I'm interested. If you're interested, I'm just going to leave that ball in your court. Yeah. But again, I don't want to be in a situation where, or have put someone in a situation where they're having to choose me or someone else because of a situation I have put them in. Okay. That's fair because we had a ton of friends there that weekend. Yeah. So it was a large group of our friends. Just because she wanted to fuck you in general didn't mean she wanted to fuck you that weekend. Nope. And it also didn't mean that I was her first priority that weekend. Right. Right. I mean, there were a lot of opportunities, not just our group, the entire resort. Right. But within our group, there's, you know, 16, 18, however many people. I don't even remember. So I did not want to presume to be her priority for that weekend. So I wasn't going to step in between something inadvertently and expect her to just you know, throw, throw up her hands and go, okay, great. Let's go do that right now. Right. F- putting someone else off. You know what I mean? I, I just, I guess there is a, there's a comfort in a situation where there's a group of friends in that environment. And then it's also a detriment uh, yes. on some level because you could easily be fucking up somebody else's good time. Oh, a hundred percent. I thought about that all weekend. I don't want to fucking do that. Yeah. You know, and, and listen, the, the, the coolest thing about this group is that at any given time, any one of us could have been making out with anyone else's partner for <laughs> no other reason than to do it yeah you're in the pool because it was fun yeah or the hot tub and you're there and then they're there it's like oh okay you know well well so i did something very smart which is i reached out to people ahead of time to make sure that it was okay if i made out with their partner okay like All if right. i was interested i was like hey do you mind if i at some point like yeah. hop on their lap and start making out with them they're like yeah sure well while i had the opportunity to play with these two amazing women I made out with and and you know had my hands on a lot of them and, you know <laughs> so that I only played with two so like my point is it's like that kind of could have it could almost have happened with a lot of different people and same for them so certainly I don't want to put myself in a situation where I'm I'm cock blocking anybody well okay so know? here's what happened the night that you guys played her partner reached out to me via text and was like, we need to get these two together tonight. And I wrote back and I was like, hey, like that's on them. Yeah. I will support if they need me to, but I'm not Brian's, you know, his sex secretary right. or something. And he was like, okay, no problem. Then she comes up to me and she's like, so do you think I should where approach this Brian? This the in the club? Cl- we okay. were in the club. Right. She's like, do you think I should approach him tonight? Like what, you know, where's his mindset at? You know him better than me. I was like, I think he seems really relaxed. Why don't you just go over? Well, then she didn't. She started dancing and she went and had a drink. And finally I was like, are you going to make this happen tonight or not? I'm not going to push you to do it. If you don't want to do right. it, don't fucking do it. But if you want to do it, get your ass over there. Yeah, I was sitting down talking to someone, of one of the guys, I think, in the group. And she came over and was like, hey, if you want, let's let's get out of here and, and go to the room. Now, uh, let me say this. And, I'll, I'll See, put this and that took there. a lot for her. I will say that. For sure. And let me put this out there as a caveat. Should anybody be interested ever? If I'm in a club, you can always get me out of it. <laughs> I have. That's the best time to get a hold of me because I don't want to be there. Okay. <laughs> don't let, do not allow anything that I'm doing fool you. I do not want to be there. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to be in the club. I don't want to hear the fucking loud music. I don't want to be surrounded by people. I don't want to be surrounded by people drinking. Yeah. I, I don't, 
you can if you just you're want to a wet go outside, blanket. We get it. Yeah, you want to go outside and get some <laughs> air. I'm your wingman. You just come and get me. And if you want to get the fuck out of there, ju- I'm the, that's the time to do it. <laughs> yeah. Trust me when I tell you that's a pretty good opportunity to pull me out of it and and to go play. <laughs> oh, twist my arm. I guess yeah. I'll leave the club. <laughs> I, I would get the fuck out of there for just about any reason, not the least of which was to have sex with this gal. And I'm the opposite. You have to like. Tear me out of there kicking and screaming. Not me. Uh-uh. <laughs> the words didn't have to... They weren't even all the way out of her mouth yet. It's like, oh, yeah, let's get the fuck out of here right now. Well, I'm so impressed. I, I, she, I mean, I think she's really worked on her confidence. A thousand percent. She's a different person. Not just... Not, I shouldn't say just person. She's a different... She's at a different level, I think, sexually based on the first time we played and, and this this previous time. I can't wait to hear about it. No question about it. And wait, for obvi- I mean, obviously, this is a, a full swap situation. So, of course, the dynamics are different. But she is far more confident a person now, in my opinion, than the first time we played. No question. I love that. Do you so, find that sexy? Oh, very much so. Yeah. She, yeah th- this was not – because the first time she and I got together, they were still relatively new. I mean, they just were finding their sea legs in this, and they were still at that soft swap spot, right? So there was a little – I don't want to say apprehension, but she was certainly not as confident a person as she just was when we were together this previous time. Yeah. And she was uber confident, which I, I thoroughly enjoyed. In fact, when, when we left the club, I told you, I said, hey, Brooke and I, were, we're going back to our room. I said the same to her partner. She did the same. Off we went. And again, this is a friend. So this isn't a weird, awkward walk to our room. You know what I mean? Silent walking. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. This was, there was no awkward silence. We are just kind of laughing. And I was like, thank God you got me the fuck out of there. I, I wanted no part of that. And so off to the room we go. She stepped into the restroom. We went to our room. We had a great room, big bathroom. I got the lighting. The lighting in our room was for shit. So I had to kind of get it just right. It was awkward and weird. It was either like you were on trial or it was a fucking cave. Yeah, it was either like you're at Walmart or you yeah. were, uh, yeah. There was just nothing in the middle. <laughs> yeah. So I got uh, I got it in a relatively uh, decent spot. And where ordinarily, because we had a couch in the room, you know, you might think, oh, well, we're going to sit down on the couch and chat a little bit. That's not at all what happened. Oh. When she when she came out of the restroom and then I went into the restroom, I came out. She was already naked on the bed. Oh, my. So this, See, again, that's not something I would have expected from her months ago. No, so. no, no, no. This was a very different person. And so I thought, well, shit, I'm just going to get my clothes off. Now, I had already <laughs> taken my shoes off before I went into the restroom. I had you know, pants and a shirt, the only sh- pants and shirt I brought with me, I think, on the fucking trip. So I just took them off, threw them on the couch. And just jumped right in bed with her. And she was more your side of the bed, like on the left side of the bed, than anything else. And uh, I got kind of in the middle of the bed and we got closer together. But yeah, this was a very, like, from zero to 100. Like, Did you find the condoms that I left right next to the right bed? Right next to the bed in a little baggie. Yeah, absolutely. Good wing woman, yep, just well, saying. And she commented on it. She's like, yep, Brenda left condoms. I may not bed. be your sex secretary, but I will right. definitely have your condoms and lube ready to go for yep, you. People think that's a joke. That's not a joke. They're always <laughs> by the bed. So yeah, you don't have to look far. No, and it, well, I, and you said to me when I told you we were leaving that there were you were like there are condoms by the bed, like you said. Oh, that I didn't to remember me. saying that. Yeah, That's funny. You said that to me, so I already knew that that was a thing. And sure enough, I was like I said adjusting the lights, and they were right there. But I just jumped in bed with her, and we're naked, and it was, I mean, seamless. Like this was a you know we had done this a million times before. Yeah. And so her level of confidence was so much higher this time. I you love know? that. There was no awkward kind of build up. There was no 
awkward like dance of any kind that what's had gonna to be come done. next yeah no no and it was not it was none of that yeah uh in fact we made out just a little bit and she has amazing tits like as well, you know we should describe brooke by the way she is a beautiful curvaceous blonde With, like she's just got curves in all the right places big this booty big tits just yeah beautiful just, long blonde hair that she yep. always has like perfectly curled and quaffed and yeah she's got that like marilyn monroe thing going on and she's know? just always very like elegantly put together yeah and, and again w- although naked no exception makeup and hair perfectly done yeah didn't last long but she, she always had smells it really good everything about her was a matter of fact i commented on how she smelled. I don't really know what the scent was. I don't remember. Uh, but I commented on whatever it was that w- she had on her body. But I, I immediately went right to kind of kissing her all over. And I went right down on her, which I thoroughly remember enjoying the first time that we were together. And again, no exception here. So she's, uh, again, there was, wasn't like this, there was no awkward there was nothing awkward about this. This was as if we had been together multiple times before. I love that. I, I don't really know how to explain it. Well, it's probably because you're so, like, you're close friends. That's, again, yeah, I, I really do think that's it. And although we've only ever had that one soft swap physical experience, we've been friends forever and we've been around each other many, many times. I mean, well, and even though you're not fucking, you're always touching each other when yeah, you're around each other. We're always co- very comfortable with one another. Yeah. So it wasn't like a, a new experience, yeah. although it was, right? Because it was a full on, full swap kind of situation and it was and it wasn't awkward in any way i really thought there would be i don't know a transition of where i we had to have a conversation about going to that next level because we had not done that before this was as if we'd done it many times before there was no awkward steps in this whatsoever but again i went down on her for a good period of time does she taste good oh she's so yummy (laughs) and so and her skin is so soft like the skin, all of her skin is soft, but I, um, I was bracing my hands on the insides of her thighs and nibbling on them just a little bit and super, super soft. There's like no variance in, this, in, the, in the, the texture of her skin, no matter where you are. Is that, it's just always soft. Always, doesn't matter where it is. That doesn't surprise me at all. Have, just really nicely moisturized and like everything feels the same, no matter where your hands are. Yeah. And I found myself rubbing all over her to see if I was right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And sure enough, everything about her is just smooth. <laughs> and she just feels great. And just nibbling on her a little bit and nibbling around outside of her clit and just nibbling all over her. And that went on for a really good period of time until finally she's like, I need to suck your cock. Ooh. Which are words that you just don't ever not want to hear. <laughs> right? No one doesn't want to hear that. No guy doesn't want to ever hear that. So Especially a hot blonde. <laughs> nope, nope. And again, first time we were together was oral predominantly. It was all soft swap. And I remember how amazing that was, and I was not going to pass that up. So I don't even know how long I was eating her out. It was a while. Uh, you just got was, lost in the I was pussy. thoroughly enjoying it. And then finally, she's like, I want to suck your cock. I'm like, okay. We made out for a few seconds, transition in, and I'm on the middle of the bed laying on my back. She gets on top of me, and we're making out a little bit. And this is where things got really interesting, because my mind went someplace completely different. There are some things that you remember about that first time, right, uh-huh. with somebody. And then there's some things it's like, well, I don't remember that at all, Yeah. right? Well, she starts sucking my cock and rel- rather vigorously at one point, and her amazing tits, one of them is slapping up against my balls. Oh, God. While this is going on. 
And while that has not necessarily not happened recently, I mean, it happens with you and I, it's just different when it's somebody else and you don't expect it. Well, she also has much larger tits than I do. She's got big tits and they are amazing. (laughs) And I don't remember that happening the first time. They're like three times the size of my tits. (laughs) Well, we'll talk about that. We'll we'll get to that. (laughs) It had to happen the first time. It's not like her anatomy is any different. Right. I don't know how it couldn't have happened. It just... Didn't register. Well, unless she was like laying further down, like on her stomach or flat on her stomach. I don't know, but not in this case. And it was fucking delightful. I bet. So it's like mouth on your cock, balls being sensationalized by her titties. Well, I have her left breast in my right hand. She is sucking my cock and stroking my cock. And her right breast is slapping my balls this entire time. It was so fucking, fucking amazing. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. Was it hot to watch too? It was. And Ugh. now while the room was pretty dark, as like I said, getting the fucking lighting in that room was it was not not easy. I could see obviously her shadow. Unfortunately, the the headboard of the bed was an entire mirror. Yeah. So the light was behind me, but it was reflecting off of the mirror. So I could see a pretty good portion of her, but there was no light behind her at all. So listen, I don't know how long this I was prolonging this because it was so fucking hot. I loved everything about this experience because of the the sensations that were going on. It was her mouth, her hands, her tits. All of it was just like, it's so fucking intense. It was crazy. Working in tandem with each other. And I didn't say anything in the moment because I didn't want to fucking ruin it. (laughs) So at one point she kind of comes up to me and my cock inadvertently ends up between her tits. She notices this. And starts, like, sucking my cock while her tits envelop my cock. What? Yes. So she's licking the tip of your cock while she's giving you, like, a tit job? Yeah. That's fucking hot, man. And all I could do was just, like, hold her hair back. Like, I didn't (laughs) want to get in the way of any of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, just don't fuck with perfection. I I didn't want to touch anything else because I just figured anything else would be a fucking obstacle. (laughs) I wasn't trying to create friction. And it was fucking super intense. I don't even know... If she meant to do it, I think it just happened. That's something you can only do if you have gigantic tits. And she does, which is (laughs) delightful. So, uh, yeah, and I, like I said, I didn't plan on that. That was not, I don't even think she made that happen intentionally. (laughs) It just fucking happened. And so from there, she got on top of me, which there's something about a woman riding you that ju- I don't know. I love it. It's like one of my favorite things. It's like the, my favorite position for you and I. Well, so you're not inside of her yet. She's no, just she's straddling, just straddling me. me. Yeah, that's hot. No, she's just straddling me. Well, and I think the reason that's hot is because of the an- in- anticipation. Like oh, it's sure. like right there, but it's not inside. Well, yet. everything is right there. Yeah. Right. Like it's all right there because now I got my hands on her ass. Her tits are absolutely in my face, you know, because they're big enough that they're in my face. Yeah. (laughs) There's no getting around that. And I don't want there to be. (laughs) I am rock fucking hard. And while she's straddling me, she's like, she's straddling my legs. So she's still able to stroke my cock while we're making out and I'm squeezing her tits. And this whole fucking scene, because still I'm playing in the back of my mind, the whole, how did I not remember her tits slapping up against my balls like that? <laughs> like, what has happened? How did that? How did I miss that entire scene the first time around? <laughs> it was crazy. So fortunately, I am close enough to the side of the bed. I could grab a condom. While she's on top of me, I didn't have to move. And I, could op- I didn't pre-open it like I normally do. 
I was just so excited to be there. And when I came out of the room, like I said, she was already naked. So that was <laughs> the whole thing went out the window. But I was able to reach over, get a condom, open it, and put it on while she was on top of me. And man, while she was riding me, it super fucking hot. So you just immediately like are inside of her? Right on, yeah, right away. As soon as I got the condom on, it was full on. It sounds like you guys just really fucking wanted each other. Well, and I remember at some point during the weekend afterwards, her saying something. We were all in a pool together. We were somewhere together. And she made the comment about her not having rhythm or something or didn't (laughs) think she had rhythm. Bullshit. It was fucking hot. Not when she's riding cock. (laughs) Well, that and that's what she was referring to. She's like, oh, I'm not really great at that. Like, what the fuck ever? (laughs) And I don't even know if it was the scene, the whole image and, you know, her tits in my face and my hands on her ass. And and again, I'll say this was not like this wasn't an, an aggressive, overly aggressive situation. I did at one point have my hand around her neck while she was riding me. And of course, I was squeezing and nibbling on her nipples a little bit. So that that was probably about as aggressive as it got. She did mention that at some point later on the weekend that how much she enjoyed that. But that's as uh, like... That's as animalistic as it got. Yeah. I, I didn't have a gauge for just how far that should go, obviously. Right. We'd never had this situation before. But, man, it was fucking intense. Hand around her neck um, at one point, pulling her kind of toward me so I could get more access to her while she's riding my cock. It was super fucking hot. Were you sucking on her tits or anything? Oh, yeah. They were in my, how could you not? They were in my face. There's yeah. no way around that. <laughs> There's no look. There, there's no way that Brooks' tits are going to be in your face, and your mouth is not going to be on them. Yeah, that's not a thing. Also, if you suffocate in them, there's worse ways to go. So if just fucking to, stick that head if, in there. If I had to go that way, that's just the way it was going to be. <laughs> and we did at, at one point. She was like, I, I, "I." She said something to me that had me kind of reverse that position and, and get her on her back. And man, that's where things got hot. Now, uh, let's fast forward. Several days later we noticed that there were marks on the mirrored headboard of our bed. Yeah. Well, because you played in there, I played with two women in there, and there were definitely boob marks on the mirror. Well, there were multiple boob marks. And handprints. We couldn't quite tell whose belonged to who. But one of them was very large boob prints, right. much bigger than me, right. and the other woman you played with is smaller than me. Right. So I was like, it's got to be Brooke. For sure. But you got on the bed at one point, or like <laughs> testing. It was a bunch of us in the room. You're like, let's see whose they are. And you're like, oh, yeah, those are Brooks. They're not mine. <laughs> well, at one point prior to us, like, kind of changing positions and my getting on top of her, she, her boobs hit the mirror because we were, you know, bucking that hard. She had her, like, hands on the, on the headboard, and that's where the boot prints came from. Super fucking hot. I, 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 the whole thing was hot. So once I got on top of her, she made the comment actually later. We started in the middle of the bed. Yeah. By the time this thing ended, we were in this little fucking corner. Yeah, she uh, said she was afraid you guys were going to topple right off the bed. I, one of my legs was off the bed. My right <laughs> foot was touching the floor at one point because we were so in the middle of it. Like, I didn't want to reposition myself. Fuck no, you don't want to break the rhythm. Fuck, not a chance. It yeah. was fucking intense, man. <laughs> it was intense. And I don't know how many th- orgasms she had. I was just in the in the like in this fog and for whatever length of time it was it was it was fucking hot. I came at some point and ju- we were frozen in that position. So you were on top of her when you came? Yeah. We were I was literally frozen in that spot. I had I was cramped up cuz one leg is <laughs> on the fucking bed, one is off. She's jammed up in the corner. I've got both of her legs above her head. It was a whole fucking thing, man. And by the time I caught my breath, she caught her breath. 
we kind of laid down next to each other. And that's just like one of those things that's really nice about playing with friends. We just laid there. We laughed about it. Like that was a fucking long time coming. Like what the fuck? Why did we wait so long for that? (laughs) And it just just had to come down from it. Well, that's what's so funny to me is it's like so obvious that you guys have chemistry when you're just like hanging out. And yet it took two years almost for you guys to finally fuck. Well, when you think about the, the opportunities that we had when we had them, they were always at events. 99% of them were our events. We were running around going crazy. She had her, she and her partner had the opportunity to play with people. If it's our event, the last thing I'm going to do is interject myself into a situation that's going to keep you from playing with someone else. Right. Right. So I guess I get it. I understand why it took that long after thinking back on it. Yeah. You know, because when you think about the Phoenix event and all the various things that we went to together with them and, and that they attended, it would have been me taking an opportunity from somebody else, and I just wouldn't have wanted to do that. Well, I think it's actually a bigger issue than that. It's not you're not in the right mindset no, in those in no, experiences no. or those environments, so the experience would not have been as good. I would no. I think the, I think the 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 experience would have been lost in all, because my mind just would have been in a million places. Yeah. In this particular case, all I was thinking about was she and I in that moment and her I, big beautiful tits slapping yeah, on your balls. I'm <laughs> telling you. I had no, I do not remember that being the case the first time. If it was, I don't know how the fuck I missed it, but it was super fucking hot. Uh, everything about this was hot. Every Everything about this was fucking intense. Everything. Well, and the only thing that you told me, I didn't know any of the details. The only thing that you told me was that she was ridiculously confident, yes. much more so than you've ever experienced her to be, yeah. and how hot that was for you. And just so you know, I told her that. I provided her with that feedback because I think she needed to hear that. I think she was nervous as fuck to approach you. And I think part of it is because it was it took so long, right? There was so much buildup. Yeah. There were so many, literally almost two years of you guys talking about it, but never doing it. Right. And so I completely understand why she was nervous. But I was like, yeah, you said you were a fucking rock star and totally confident. She's like, I felt confident. Listen, I came out of the bathroom. She was naked. I fully expected us to have to sit down on the couch and, you know, kind of Ease get comfortable. Ease into it. And, yeah, yeah, because we had not been intimate in any on any level really other than the first time and it was a year and a half ago i thought surely we're going to need to kind of revisit this a little bit absolutely not naked as the day she was born <laughs> with it was not even nothing no socks no shoes no nothing naked i was like holy shit that did not take any time at all did it i was fully fucking clothed i'm like I had to get all my shit off, <laughs> throw it on the fucking couch and jump right in bed with her. It was it, not even covered, not even uh, under the covers, on top of the bed. What a fucking badass. Yeah, it was so fucking hot. It really was super fucking hot. I, uh, I'm i sorry it took as long as it did, but I'm also not sorry it took as long as it did. Yeah, because it worked out. All things considered, it was fucking amazing. And, you know, you just never know, right? If we had jumped into it sooner, maybe it wouldn't have been. Right. Right. Not not the case at all. Well, now the bar's been set. And to be honest, I thought that that was going to be the only play that you did that weekend. Me That's too. not what happened. We no. may talk about this on a future episode, but you played with a second woman that you have very little familiarity with. Now, they've become friends digitally, and yes. we've met them a couple of times, but we haven't, prior to being at Secrets with them, we didn't really get to spend a lot of time with them. No, and it's funny because her partner, uh, who is amazing, by the way, I, I truly... Uh, one of the sweetest guys I think I've I've met in a very long time. I, I adore him. Made a statement while he, we were in the uh, in the pool together a couple of days later. Or the following day it was Sunday, and um, he was just thankful that we had gotten to spend this time together and gotten to know one another 
and it didn't really occur to me how little time we had all spent, the four of us had spent getting to know one another up until that past weekend. Because again, every time we've been in each other's company, it's been at one of our fucking events and we just didn't have the time to connect. And to your point, she and I communicate digitally and there's a little flirtation and she'll send me some really sexy picture and her in lingerie or something. She's, she's such a, she's a class act. She, it's never some completely naked over the top image. It's like her in some cute little outfit in something that, you know, it, not even R-rated, it's PG, yeah. you know? And she is so fucking hot, it's ridiculous. She's so sexy. There's something so sexy about her. Again, she's uber confident. Yeah. Uber confident. And while it was an amazing experience, very different from my experience with Brooke. Yeah, but isn't that the best? Yeah, it really That was. variety is so fucking amazing. That yeah. people that are not in the lifestyle will never understand that. No. And it's also something that people need to wrap their heads around. Like, that's the reason. Like, my Wes, the guy that I play with all the time, yeah. his wife could not look any more different than me. It's not impossible to And look it could any be different. really easy for me to get in my head and be like, well, he has a fitness model at home. Why the fuck would he want to fuck me? It's yeah. about the variety. It's about the differences. That's what makes it so beautiful. Uh, it's there. There is something to be said for the variance in people in this space. Not, not just from play, which of course in and of itself is exceptional. But when you think about the variety of personalities that we were with, our friends, they're all very different and all very much the same. Yeah. Right? In this the sense that we could all be in the same pool, hot tub, whatever, have very much similar kind of takes on things and, and uh, outlooks on things, but from a physical perspective, from a sexual perspective, there are nuances and variances that make us all very different and make it that much more interesting. Yep. You know, these were two very different women, two very different experiences. Both awesome. But incredible. Both yeah. incredible but di- and totally different. Yep. So people, it's like when people say, well, how, you know, what, what's your best, what's the most exciting, what's the best, what's the this, what's that? It, there's no fucking way I could tell you that. Yeah. I can't tell you what my, my, my favorite memory is. It's fucking impossible. There are too many amazing experiences. You can't, uh, you can't quantify it. Oh, I mean, way. I could tell you my favorite, but. I can't. I can't <laughs> quantify it. So anyway, we're probably going to talk a little bit more about this fun and my fun that I had at Secrets on a future episode. But first, our Patreon members are going to hear some details, some behind the scenes on our bonus episode. We offer a ton of bonuses for our Patreon members. We offer everything from our Telegram chat group where you can talk with lifestylers from all over the world every single day about lifestyle topics. We also offer our bonus episodes and we have Sex on Your Terms, which is our bonus series where we dig very deeply into certain things going on in our non-monogamous lives and into non-monogamy in general. Yeah. So if you want all of that bonus content, head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. If you want to see the naughtier stuff, mostly me banging hot dudes, mostly. head on over to onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers. If you want to see this on video, there are now two places you can do that. One is on YouTube. Yeah. The entirety of it is not on YouTube, but no. the majority of it is. And that's youtube.com slash front porch swingers. And then we're also on Pornhub at front porch swinger. They wouldn't let me do the S. Too many not. characters. Yeah. So Pornhub, front porch swinger, find us there because the entirety of the podcast is available there yeah. if you want to watch it. And if you want to join us for an upcoming event, of course, we would love for you to do so. You can fill out a membership application at members.frontporchswingers.com. Once you're approved, you can buy tickets. Come join Join us for something. And if you want to come to Pod Bash 2024. You know what you're missing. 
Don't know what you're missing. Secretsfl.com. Use code PODBASH when you book. That's September 19th through the 23rd. Come hang out with us and a bunch of other fucking amazing people. The most amazing lifestylers you will ever encounter. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what we have for you this time. That's what we got. Come see us. We got a bunch of stuff happening in 24. We're going to be in LA. We're going to be everywhere. Hell yeah. Thank you guys very much for listening. Thanks, everybody.